Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the girls and boys NSAA High School Soccer Championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Monday, May 13th, see Class B girls at 8.30 p.m. Central and Class A girls at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Wrapping up hour number two here on Hurt at Sports Radio, AM 590, ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Andrew Rogers here with me. I'm Robbie Lula. We are joined now on the Warhorse Sportsbook Hotline by Cynthia Freeland of the NFL Network. Cynthia, how are you this morning? Good morning. I'm good. My my voice is already a little vague. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! It's the game hasn't even happened yet. We're in trouble here. I mean, I came with a little bit of a cold, so I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Well, we appreciate you fighting through, uh, you know, playing through injury here a little bit. We uh, we appreciate that, as always. Uh, so I got to ask right off the bat. I'm a 49ers fan. I know you've already run the numbers on this. W- what are your what are your analytics models and everything telling telling you about how the game's going to go on Sunday? Oh well, I but you off with the 49ers fan bit, so I'm a little worried. But it's okay. No, you can just be just be honest with me. I can take it. <laughs> I have a two-point win for the Chiefs, so that's not a very significant number. It's not like seven points or something crazy, but I do have the Chiefs taking this one, but not by a lot. And and I certainly would be surprised if it went the other way. Okay, I can I can live with that. I can live with that. I I'll, I'll be okay. <laughs> Cynthia, I've been thinking about this a ton lately, wondering how Kyle Shanahan needs to coach this game in order to outsmart Andy Reid, but also find that balance of not trying to overdo it. How significant do you think coaching is in determining the outcome of the Super Bowl? Yeah, I think this is a really, really big matchup. We've seen some of the interesting stats on the end of game for Kyle Shanahan, and if the 49ers want to win this one, at the end of the game, Kyle Shanahan, especially, you know, if they have a lead, needs to, to be very judicious about the time management, for sure. But I, but I think in general, the coaching, a lot of it has to do, you know, the coordinators and not just Kyle Shanahan versus Andy Reid, but also Steve Wilkes versus Andy Reid or, you know, Steve Spagnuolo versus Kyle Shanahan because both coaches are known for their offensive play calling. So you got to remember the coordinators here factor in a bunch as well. Cynthia, I'm glad you brought up Steve Wilkes because that's a guy I've been paying a ton of attention to, especially throughout this playoff run where the 49ers defense, despite all their talent, hasn't looked, um, I think, up to their capabilities. What are some of the things you're going to be looking for early to indicate that maybe San Francisco has been able to course correct some of those issues that we saw, especially that rush defense against Detroit? Yeah, well, the first thing is the the uh, the Chiefs scored on their opening drive in every opening drive in the playoffs. I know that's not very many games, but you remember in the playoffs, these are the best teams, right? So that's going to be the first thing. And then you have to remember the scripted plays for both the first 15 of the, the first half and there's such a long halftime that the first 15 plays are scripted in the second half too. So how they open drives both ways, if they can adapt the defense, to figure out the different ways that they can take away 
options for Patrick Mahomes, including Patrick Mahomes scrambling, that's going to be if the defensive game plan has been something that matches what the Chiefs are able to bring to the table. Cynthia, is winning the Super Bowl the only way for Brock Purdy to get national validation, or should he already have it? That, that it's insane to me that it's like this big of a debate. I don't. I'm like, <laughs> what? Like he's played. First of all, people. You know, he's a second year. I don't care where he was drafted. He's a second season player. In general, you don't look the way he's led the league in ten plus air yard attempts the entire season. Like this isn't. This includes the postseason. So it's not just like a short amount of time. It's the most data we have the whole season. The highest completion percentage on 10-plus air-yard passes belongs to Brock Purdy. There's a number of other things. Highest EPA per dropback, which is expected points added, Brock Purdy. It's not a question. I'm not pretending he's Patrick Mahomes because Patrick Mahomes could very well be the best quarterback we see in our lifetime, but I'm not pretending that he's not anything other than he's probably, let's, let's be conservative, top eight quarterback, top seven quarterback on the entire season. Cynthia, it's interesting you mentioned that. We're talking to Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network because I think there's kind of two camps on on the Brock Purdy thing, in, and it's the people that, you know, you, you dove into some numbers there that were Brock Purdy super impressive. And then I think there's people that can't get over kind of just how he looks and the physical attributes. Like, how much do you think that plays into, even outside of the draft position, but he doesn't look like Trevor Lawrence, right? He doesn't look like that, like a Anthony Richardson or a Josh Allen, right? He doesn't look like that guy, but the numbers tell you and the people that follow the numbers tell you just how good he's been. How much of, of that do you think is a factor in the way he's perceived? I guess I just think people don't like being wrong and the fact that he was drafted <laughs> very well. Fair. You know, I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> so, like, they're just looking for justification. Like, Sometimes you just got to admit, hey, you know, we got this. I'm going to take the L here, and, and, I'm, and I'm wrong. I think it's more that. I mean, because if you – the other thing that I look at, which is a very telling thing, is demeanor pregame. And Brock Purdy has stone-cold killer demeanor pregame. He's not anxious. You can talk to him about what's his favorite music. Like, I don't think people should do that, but I've seen them ask him stupid stuff like that pregame. <laughs> and he has – cool calm collected the whole thing he can't get rattled so i mean that's the type of demeanor i want he never looks nervous like maybe he looks like boy next door and he looks young but he he like he is very chill cynthia as a data-driven analyst how do you navigate the balance between statistical insights and the intangible factors that can influence the outcome of a high-stakes game like this one? Analytics are a framework. So what you put on your framework, like you and I can have the same car. The chassis is the same, right? If I paint mm-hmm. my car red and you paint your car, you know, like black or whatever, it's, it's, it's going to be your decision how you want it to ultimately turn out. So to me, having a framework to make better decisions or the knowledge that you're making a low probability decision, but that that's your decision to do, that is really, that is what it's doing. It's not telling you to do anything. There's no instructive moment where there's those buttons that sort of like analytics mode, we must do whatever the numbers say. It's not like that. It's all about like just having under, like, you know, in in every single person's career, you know, when you're making a high, like, should we devote our resources? to making this dinner on menu or should we 
have more items on the menu. Like you, you know, you it's opportunity. All of life is opportunity cost. But sometimes you have to take what feels like a lower probability decision because that feels like the right one. Mm. Cynthia, I, I'm interested in in your kind of perspective on players outside of that quarterback position. We've talked a lot about Brock Purdy. We talked a little bit about Patrick Mahomes. Who outside of that quarterback spot are you looking at as somebody that could have an outsized impact on the game? Well, you kind of brought it up before when you were talking about how we saw the Lions and the Packers really run on the Niners defense. The the, the trenches to me are always where everything starts. And if Isaiah Pacheco can be impactful in this game, Mm. or maybe even Clyde Edwards-Alaire, like one of the running backs, I'm saying Pacheco because we've seen him with the most volume lately, if they can be impactful, especially on first down, you know that that will help figure out any of the, you know, Nick Bosa said it, sometimes they, or they hold a lot. I think that was his quote. <laughs> and it's not wrong, but all offensive linemen hold a lot. It's, it's across the league, it's a very tricky call very often, right? So the, to me, if, if the run game, if the run, we know the run game is going to work for the Niners. So if the run game can really get working for Andy Reid, that's how that spread offense really just works the best. You know, it, it's it's interesting you brought up the running backs here because I was thinking who you predict to have a bigger stat line on Sunday, McCaffrey, who's shown to be the best back in the league against all teams, or Pacheco against a defense that's given up 159 rush yards per game. Well, this is where the, the stats and the, and, and the what drives games is different because I think Christian McCaffrey will have a very healthy stat line. Like, best odds to score a touchdown the whole, the whole bit. But when I'm looking at those, like, maybe four yards on first down is actually a little bit more helpful in eating up enough of the clock and then giving Patrick Mahomes a chance to have a little bit, you know, some of his receivers get some separation because third down is in this obvious passing situation. Perhaps that's what impacts the game more because we know Christian McCaffrey is going to be just – he's going to be a monster. I'm, like, look out. Cynthia, about a minute and a half left here with you. All right, so you, you kind of hit me in the feels on the front end in, by saying that the Chiefs were, were two-point winners in, in your model. But So make me feel a little bit better on the back end here. How, what is the path to victory for the 49ers if they are able to pull it off? I told you that I love the trenches and offensive line play is where I start. If the right side of that offensive line can stay protecting Brock Purdy and giving them the configurations that they need, like – that is the key to victory for the Niners. They use a compressed formation. They're the tightest bunch together in the league this year. And if they can nullify any of the pass rush that the Chiefs are bringing, that will be a game changer because we know that at 6.7 yards, uh, yards after the catch per reception, the Niners lead the league in that metric, which means they've got to get themselves just a little bit of open space to do that, which means they need to buy some time for Brock Purdy. So, the right side of the O-line needs to stay intact just long enough for Purdy to do some of that dicing up we've seen him do so well. That's Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network. And we'll let you go just a little bit earlier. Save that voice up. You still got a couple <laughs> more days to go. You power through. We appreciate your time as always, Cynthia. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Talk to you soon. Absolutely. Thanks, Cynthia. That's Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network. Real quick, before we hop into hour number three, I want to remind you about our friends at the Omaha Supernovas. Get over to supernovas.com to check out merchandise schedule. Get your tickets there as well. The Supernova will be back 
in uh, town on the 18th. That's a week from Super Bowl Sunday. Make sure you get out there and support Omaha's professional volleyball franchise. Go to supernovas.com. Coming up next, Mike Sauter here in studio on Herd Sports Radio. <laughs> 